Good morning, June 9th, 2020, 6-9-20. 10.30 in the morning, I woke up in a good mood today. Um, after re-listening to episode one from yesterday, I thought it might be a good idea, because yesterday I just picked up the app and started going off on Biden. I didn't really write any of anything that I said, so I decided after listening to it that there might be a couple things, a couple blanks that I needed to fill in. And I assumed if you're listening to episode two, that's because you were some, you, you took something away from episode one. So I encourage you to subscribe my mission is going to be daily podcasts until racial justice in the United States of America. My name is Nick. I am born, raised, and live in Tipu, uh, New York, which is 10 minutes away from Buffalo, New York. 38 years old, I... Graduated from high school in 1999. There are about 2,000 students in my high school, 400, 420 in my graduating class. And I would say in my entire high school, there were probably five or less black kids and Asian kids. And the Asian kids were uh, likely adopted, you know, and never um english was their first language they did not they spoke with an american accent is what i'm trying to say i grew up with two brothers and one sister the four of us were super close in age and proximity and you know spirit and heart we spent a lot of time together um Great parents. They really worked hard to make sure we had everything we needed. Uh, They never really went above and beyond taking care of the family. That's pretty much it. Making sure we had what we needed, working, and taking us to our extracurriculars. So, I graduated. I went to college and was going to be a cop. Or I was going to join the Air Force as an officer. This was in 1999 before September 11th happened. Well, after taking criminal justice classes for, you know, a year, year and a half. And then September 11th happening. I knew that being a police officer and being a part of the system and joining the military was absolutely nothing that I could be a part of in good conscience. So I knew that back in 2000, 2001, before I was even legally able to drink. Grew up playing basketball. You know, my brother was the... My brother, my older brother, Michael, you're ahead of me. He was the varsity MVP his senior year. I was also on that varsity team. It was my junior year, but I was a bench warmer.
At this time, I was very, very proud. I was proud of everything in my life, including to be an American, because I was a naive white boy who thought racism was solved, because that's how it was taught to me throughout my schooling, my public schooling. I didn't realize this at the time. Like I said, I was naive to it. So anyway, I dropped out of college, and I just said, fuck it, I'm moving to Georgia, and I'm going to just play golf. I'll cut the grass at a golf course, so long as I can play there, and I'll spend the rest of my life golfing. And I wanted no part of any of it. So that's what I did. I moved to Atlanta. And uh, I spent about six years in Atlanta, and... My siblings started having children, and I knew that deep down, I didn't want to be absent from that experience, because growing up as a kid, we had um, an uncle who lived in Florida, whom I only got to see once or twice a year. This was my Uncle Mark. He's passed. But he was one of my role models growing up, and I loved every minute I got to spend with Uncle Mark. And I didn't want to be the uncle that my nephews and niece never got to know because, you know, I lived in Georgia. And they only got to see me once a year or whatever. So I moved back. Right when the recession hit because I was working at a bank and I lost my job and actually I quit my job to be quite honest because, well, several reasons. I'll save that for another episode. If anybody emails me and is interested in that story, feel free. I love to share. I'm not opposed to sharing any details of my life. I just honestly don't think anybody gives a shit. And I don't like talking about myself. So I prefer not to. But I'm happy to if you ask. So, anyway, moved back to Buffalo. Didn't have a job. Recession. Didn't have a degree because I dropped out. So, I wanted to understand why white Americans were just so dumb because from what I can tell the majority of us were just brain dead as far as I could tell so I went to I applied to the college that my older brother was very successful at And I went there to be a psychology major and play on their golf team. So that's what I did. Oh, with the caveat that I wasn't going to go and do this unless I could accomplish it all in less than a year. So when I went to the interview with the advisor or whatever who was going to enroll me, crazy and I was 
I need you to count up how many classes I need to get a degree. And then I need to see if I can fit it into a one-year calendar schedule. And if that's not possible, then I'm not interested. So it turned out I needed 14 classes to get my degree in psychology. So I said, fine, I'll take seven and seven, and I'll be done. And they're like, you can't take seven classes in one semester. And I said, why not? And they were like, that's just too much work for a student. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm not worried about that. I just want to know if it can be done and if there's a schedule possible. So I, that's what happened, and I did, and it was done. I had to drop two of my classes and take them in the summer. But I just went September and then January and then two classes in July, and they were, they were only three weeks long each. So six weeks from June to July, and I was done. Graduated. Capiche. Fast forward to today. Why am I doing a podcast? I never wanted to do a podcast, to be quite honest with you. in the year 2020 and basically because we can't leave the house I have 17 underlying conditions that would kill me if I had COVID I don't know if that's an exact number I exaggerate a lot throw that in my bio but I usually only do it for emphasis to make a larger point. So I... August 24th, 2006... Excuse me, 2018. Almost two years ago. I suffered a massive stroke. And that's basically left half my body paralyzed. Since... So I have a lot of difficulty basically doing anything. Um, Including just sitting here in my bed, talking into my phone to make this podcast, as they call it. What it really is is me talking into my phone while I sit in my bedroom on my bed. Uh, in my underwear right now. I can't guarantee you that will be the case every time. Um, but if, if you would like to request that, just call or email me. Okay, funny story. I keep saying call or email me. I've never given you my phone number or email me. Or, excuse me, email address. Because... You know, I don't answer my phone or check my emails, to be quite honestly. But if you do want to call or email me, my number is 
0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-
But that's just the nature of how I have to talk right now because my voice is so um, weak that um, I'm this this what you're hearing right now is literally me screaming at the top of my lungs as loud as I possibly can. See, just that sentence made me catch my breath. So, yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to explain what's going on with my vocal cords through a podcast. But basically, your vocal cords make like a V-shape. And they open and close. Or they're supposed to. And mine don't anymore because of our brain tumor. Stupid tumors. Anyway. Let's talk about what's wrong with America, not Nick. Well, the main problem is Republicans, but Democrats are not absolved of criticism in my book. But Democrats are the only ones worthy of my vote at this point in time probably heard me go off on Joe Biden yesterday. Look. Yeah, I'm going to vote for Joe Biden. I honestly don't think you could pick any eligible um, any eligible American or human being to run against Donald Trump that I wouldn't vote for. I don't think I would vote for Donald Trump, no matter who he was running against. I mean, and I'm being totally honest with you. I can't think of anybody. Maybe Dick Cheney. Because Dick Cheney is Donald Trump, but Dick Cheney actually has Um, more of a premeditated intent. Donald Trump just jerks off over power. And how he, and looking tough and being perceived as like the most macho person ever. Even though he's a fucking pussy. Sorry about the language. And feel free to email me about that. Don't tell me I'm wrong though. You're not going to convince me I'm wrong. You have a better chance of convincing me that the Earth does not revolve around the sun. It is, in fact, flat. And that, you know, you could build a roller coaster to the moon. Okay? Say that. But anyway, Joe Biden, you just keep fumbling the football on the one-yard line. Stop doing that. Hang on to the football. I mean, if we want a football analogy right here, you have broke free for a 99-yard touchdown. There is nobody within 25 yards of you. You are at the 10, the 5, and you fumble. 
Then you, and that was talking to Charlemagne. Then you pick up the ball because, you know, the George Floyd video becomes public and actual racism is in our face. So you can't have the fake Fox News outrage over the you ain't black comment. So anyway, if you want to talk about the you ain't black comment to Charlemagne, I'll just say this. That comment makes black people bad because they don't believe you are going to help them. And that people makes either your white allies mad like me because it's just a stupid thing to say. And it makes your white enemies mad. Or no, excuse me. It makes your white enemies happy because it's just free ammunition. So anyway, I don't know. I mean, I feel like that was two years ago. But now we have actual racism in our face with the George Floyd video, the Ahmaud Arbery video, the Breonna Taylor facts, and 10 trillion videos of cops beating the shit out of Americans that are just chilling out, exercising their First Amendment rights. So, anyway, Joe Biden, then that gets, you know, swept under the rug, forgotten, to be used against you at a later time by your enemies. And black people, still not convinced, you are their ally. So anyway, yeah, okay. Ever since I read that, I honestly haven't read any more news because I w- my head exploded. I was like, I am so sick of this shit that I have to just vent on a podcast because... It's, I mean, Jesus, Joe. Come on, Joe. Call me. Email me, Joe. My voice is free. I'm not even, I'm not even looking for money. This is all coming at you free of charge. Just say thank you and ask. Just ask the questions and say thank you. I have all the answers. All you got to do is that. Um, what else? So, yeah, I haven't really read any news since then because I'm technologically illiterate. So, me just downloading the Anchor app was a struggle and figuring out how to make a podcast. So, what you saw yesterday 
was basically a technological idiot that is so pissed off at every white person on earth besides like Neil Brennan and every white person I see protesting with a mask over their face and their mouth shut. The only time white people need to open their mouth at these protests is to do two things. Listen carefully. Ask black people this question. How else can I help you? What do you need from me? Or when you see a a stupid white person acting like a racist idiot, saying, like, get out of your country and shit, or using the N-word, you have to stop it. Use your white privilege to and your voice to shame the shit out of these people. We can't be afraid of these people. That's it. And think of a creative sign. That is, um, you know, for the cause. And the cause is racism. This country does not get better until we heal the wounds of racism. Mark Twain referred to the period of time which he existed in America as the Gilded Age. The Gilded Age. And this is hopefully obvious to some of you, but if this is new information, what he was saying by that, and this was basically a hundred years ago, you know, my life minus a hundred years is basically Mark Twain's existence. And what he meant by that was it's the country, America, the Gilded Age, is it's a whole lot of shitty metal with a layer of gold plate. A gold plated layer. Meaning Ten rich people with everything, and the rest of us struggling with nothing. And what happened? The Great Depression, now the rise of fascism in Europe, and then we ended up in World War Two. So within ten years from now, you know, the thirties and forties of this century, we want to be in World War Three. then we could just sit around and pretend like racism is tilted over, like it was taught to me in elementary school, middle school, high school. And by white people, I was surrounded by throughout my upbringing. I think that's a bad idea. We need to melt down this gilded metal, meaning the American population, and get everybody 
somewhere in the middle. And I have ideas on how we can do that, but number one, we have to just come to a consensus on factual information. Okay, so, and let's start with racism because that's the bleeding wound right now. Okay, that's like the stroke that I suffered that is happening to America and to society right now. Not the obesity epidemic. Okay, yeah, that's a problem. But, like, that's not the urgent need right now. We can deal with that later. We gotta fix racism. Everybody love everybody. Jackie Moon, fictional character. Look it up. Everybody love everybody. Three words. If every American just followed those three words starting now, there would be no more issues. Okay, I understand that's not realistic, but it's a good start. Let's talk about what's realistic in the next podcast. Take care.